DJ Pastor Happy Feet of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, y'all. Today we're going to be talking to my brother, Mike Predestin. He has a great outreach ministry. And we're going to talk to you today a little bit about it and see what's going on. Here we go. What's going on, brother Mike? What's good, my brother? Good to be here, man. That's what's up, man. We here today. Uh, you know what? We're just gonna relax and uh, talk a little bit. And just tell everybody about yourself a little bit before we go on about the ministry. Okay, okay, no problem. Um, well, my my name is Michael Anderson. Most of you know me by Predestined Pre for short. Um, and a little bit what we do um, in the ministry, we actually engage community, meet community needs. We put on outreach. Um, we also travel the country and um, even outside of the country, teaching, teach, um, teaching the gospel and praying. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Exactly. So. Yeah. So 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 actually, what what's the name of your ministry? God Given Ministries is the name of the ministries. Um, and also, um, Commission Feet is the name of um, the LLC nonprofit. Oh, so you guys give back a good bit. Yes, sir, we do. We have since about 2004. Um, we kind of study the demographics of the different communities or the areas um, that we're, we're local to or that we've set eyes on. And we actually engage the community and ask them basically what, what the need is. Wow. God's giving ministry? Yes, God given ministries and ministries. commission feet and LLC. Com- yeah. Okay, all right, cool. So, um, if someone wants to reach out to you um, and uh, get some information, how could they find you? Well, we're actually um, we're actually on um, most of the social medias, um, Facebook at Michael Predestined um, Anderson. Um, commission feet is also on Facebook um, or um, Godgiven51 at yahoo.com. We're also on Instagram, um, predestined517. Um, let me see. And we're also on Snapchat, but I'm kind of new to the whole Snapchat thing. <laughs> yeah, so man. Yeah, that's I'm, Snapchat. I'm figuring that. So. Yeah, we're trying to move into that area with the business too, but I got to get the kids to do that one. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them is not too friendly with me as far as with my voiceover on it. Gotcha. So, um, there is a lot there. There is, um, I was checking out your page one day and I think I've seen where you do some kind of youth ministry in prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with the youth ministry, um, I'm also, um, a gospel hip hop artist. Um, and that's really been like the vehicle for everything that's happened since Oh four. Oh, wow. Um, and so that's allowed us to actually do youth events across the country and in foreign countries, about four, four to five foreign foreign countries. So the music is definitely taking us, um, taking us um, abroad. And it's been a blessing to be able to do that. But, um, yeah, engaging the youth, obviously, with hip hop has been um, a method to kind of intermix the gospel and, and, and kind of bring them a relevant message. Um with um hip hop as the base of it all. Well actually the gospel the base of it all, but hip hop is like that driving force to help them understand that God can allow you to be yourself and be even better than yourself and use the gift, the talent that he gave you to um to preach the truth, to preach the gospel. We're still here talking to my brother, Mike Predestin, y'all, also a rap artist. 
So we've been hearing about his ministry that he does, and he does a lot of things in the community. He gives back a lot, a lot of lot. He and his wife, they work together as a team, and we thank God for them out here on the streets doing what they do. All right, Mike, so let's, let's move in. Um, let's talk into the area about um, some of this uh, this youth prison ministry that you got going on. I believe it's okay. youth, right? Well, actually, it's not just youth. Um, oh, okay. Um, we initially began going into the um, the juvenile detention centers, and it kind of spilled over to the adult facilities. Um, we partnered with a, a ministry called Emerge Ministries out of North Carolina. Okay. And they've kind of taken us under their wing. And we're able to go into um, the different facilities. There's like, um, so what we'll do, we'll go down for a weekend in Columbia, South Carolina. And there's about five or six facilities down there with, uh, well, probably about seven or eight, including adult facilities. Right. And so we'll take those three days and we'll go into those prison systems friday we'll start by introducing ourselves we'll keep it light saturday we have like a full-blown concert teaching and 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 preaching and sunday we have a reflection service to where we allow them to engage us like what could we have done better or what what could we do to more engage you guys and what usually happens is in those three days you're able to break down walls and form a relationship because they see that you don't have an ulterior motive and, and man, it's been it's been amazing to see some of the hardest. I'm talking about from the kids to the adults. Some yeah. of the hardest individuals just mellow out. A lot of the thugs, one of the people exactly. that, that's out there that's just wow. And so you, you you're able to engage with them and catch their attention, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And 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 the whole time we're feeding them the gospel. Why? Wow. You know what? And that's the important part because they got to know. That they got, they got to have some kind of substance and some kind of hope that they got, you know, when they're in there. Exactly. So, so how how is it with the uh, younger generation when you're out there? When you said you guys do concerts, are mm -hmm. you performing or you have other guys performing or what? I I perform, but there's also other people that perform with me. One of the big things that we stress and um and commission feeding God given is diversity. That way, wow. and even in my music, that's always been my thing to to make sure everybody can can partake of it everybody can eat so there are acoustic artists there's hip-hop obviously there's dance teams uh, my wife actually dances too so we keep it diverse to feed everybody exactly and it's and there's no specific uh race or no specific culture that you deal with you so you you guys reach them all exactly you know and that's exactly. so 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 important that we need this in our generation today because we're losing so many young people mm -hmm. by the, the senseless you know the senseless things that are going on you know yeah. senseless acts of violence and you know they, they they're not like when we were coming up <laughs> but right. i believe you have a testimony in yourself well i grew up um and it sounds like the, you know, the average, what we hear anyway. But um, I grew up in um, a single parent home. I'm, uh, my mom raised me and my sister on her own. Um, and my dad left when I was about three. So naturally, you know, growing up, um, I turned to the streets for guidance, turned to the streets for love. And that ended up getting me in a lot of trouble, a lot of things that I dealt with, addiction, violence issues, rejection issues. And 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 going through all of that and 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 also growing up in poverty man i was able to witness firsthand um the struggle of not only myself but the 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 people in the community and 
I know it wasn't God's fault, but God used that as he does, Romans 8, 28. He used that to to kind of build and form me. And now it actually translates into the ministry that I'm called to do. You know, evangelism, it draws me back to them um, because actually even dealing with the prison systems, I was in and out of jail, in and out of trouble, dealing with things like that. And so everything that I went through, God has kind of pointed me back towards to say, hey, let them know you've been there, you've done that, but I brought you out and I can do the same thing for them. What so, you say? Man, he, he <laughs> is kind of what he does, man. He orchestrates. That's, That's what he does. exactly right. So so if you have any advice to any young person right now, what would you say to them? Listen to that still small voice in your head um, when it tells you, you know what? This seems easy to do. I know it's wrong, but let me let me do my own thing and avoid um, um, this downward spiral that I know I'm headed towards. Let me just be my own person and do the right thing while I'm young. Wow. That is very important for a lot of people to know, because this show is about inspiration and information. And this is exactly what. My brother Mike does, and we thank him for doing it, and we appreciate all the work that he does in the community. So um, you could tell a little bit about more about your uh, ministry and what all you've, you've done and what places that you have done, you know, more specific. And Okay, well, um, it's, it's really been a blessing, man. And, and let me first off say, man, I am, I am so inspired by what you're, what you're doing. Um, and, and all the years we've, um, we've, we've partnered in ministry, I think – it's, it's refreshing to see somebody just, I don't know, spring loaded and shot out a cannon yeah. <laughs> with the gospel, man. You <laughs> never you stop. You, you and your family, y'all never stop. So that's no. amazing. But um, thank you, man. Again, man, the 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 ministry has been one that's like embedded in my heart um, based on what I went through personally in my own life. Um, God has used that as he does. As again, I'll say Romans 8, 28. Yeah. All things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. He what uses that. That's um, right. And has used that to allow us to travel not, not only like locally in the community, but across the country and, and overseas, which is amazing because I'm from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Some of you listeners might not even know what that is. Right. It's just another testament of, of how good God is, how good God can be. Um, and we've been able to um, engage communities, kind of set up um, like outreach events where we um, kind of engage the communities with block parties, stuff like that, to draw them out. We give them the gospel. We feed them, of course. But we also look for the Timothys to raise up in those neighborhoods Uh-oh. so they can sustain themselves. What you say, Mark. and we basically do what the church was built to do anyway, engage the people and meet a need. Right. So um, it, essentially God given ministries and commission feet is modeled after um, what Christ said um, in Matthew 28, 19, the great commission go therefore and make disciples of all men, baptizing them in the name of the father, the son and the Holy spirit, teaching them. We leave that off, teaching them to obey all that <laughs> I have commanded. So we're not just there. Um, that is so true. You know, to put on to put on a block party, praise God, mm-hmm. and leave. We're actually there to to drop seed and also, you know, build and water that seed, not just so they can join, you know, whatever church we come from or we're connected with, but right. so they can actually, you know, grow in Christ in their own personal lives. But but you know what I found out in a lot of times with um, different uh, outreach programs when when we do outreach uh, ministry, I want to say. Um, 
there are there are not a lot of follow ups oh, afterwards. Brother. Brother, they're I, not a follow. They, mm. they, a lot of people don't follow up. You want to elaborate on it? Because I'm not. I, I got you here on the show to talk. Not much of me. I tell you what. And, and after this mic cut off, we're gonna talk about this. Thing. <laughs> what you say? You you just hit on something. Um, uh, there is a an issue with just um bringing people fish and not teaching them how to fish. Um, and there's also no follow up from a spiritual standpoint. So they're not being discipled. Rather, they're painted as targets for the enemy. Because now they've made a conscious decision. Hey, God has more for me, but nobody's there to train them and teach them and to guide them and to basically disciple them. Right. And the physical aspect is, you know, we can come in and give them stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's nothing more than fast food. If we don't add the gospel to it and we don't keep coming back to show them, you know, at some point how to fish, how to better themselves. So follow up is important. I'm not impressed when I see somebody say, you know, 30 souls given to Christ. What you say, boy. If there's no discipling, the only thing you've made is crash test dummies. Exactly. So A lot of people, they, they throw them numbers out, man. Mm-hmm. How many people got saved, but then the next year you see them doing it the same thing. Oh, or or then on, on the following week. There, there have to be some kind of follow-up. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that no churches do it. Right, right. You right. know, or, or no ministry may not follow up. There are There may be some who do. Mm-hmm. But the ones that I've known in the Philly, there are not a lot of follow-ups right. when we when we out there working. And man, and we have done some we have even done some community events together, uh-huh. some outreach. Man, mm-hmm. I've done my back to school program, man. Had me even over there making hot dogs, mm-hmm. ha- ha- help helping hand out food and can I mean that is just so amazing to even be a part of you, man. You I've just always, you know, admire your work as well man because you've done so much in the community i'd be like man i I, i've always loved working with you that's i got to make sure i tell you that glory to god it's it's one of those things man where even um because you know i i work a nine to five right don't let nobody tell you um ministry will make you rich (laughs) what you say Uh, because the only thing it'll give you a lot of is if it's headache if you let it yes but it's it's so rewarding um, to be out there, um, I'm, I'm about to call you Pastor B. Yeah. Uh, it's so call rewarding. me what you want. I've been called worse, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so rewarding to be out there with people who are there to to serve, to to actually sincerely like this ain't a pat on the back. And right. that's what I say with you and your family and your church. You guys are all out there where outreach is not just a department in your church. It's the whole church. It's the whole church. Which is which is how it should be, brother. So, hey, it's, I love being out there with y'all. It's, it's, it's a blessing, man. It's always. Man, I appreciate that, man. And you know, I've been pastor now for now eight years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since I've started, I've seen a whole lot, man. And a lot of people come against, you know, the, uh, me preaching because yeah. and I think a lot of them miss it the point because they'd be like you know how can he pastor and he's blind yeah. and, and 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 they don't they don't understand I'm just a man like I've said before I'm just a man that happens to be blind my blindness doesn't live with me there you go uh, uh my, my I don't live with my blindness it lives with me mm. that's what I mean to say because you know you, you I'm not uh known by my condition right. i'm known by what i can do so i'm pastoring to make sure that i'm making ex- uh, an example that you can be all that you can be that god calls you to be exactly. and and i wouldn't be doing it if i wasn't called because this show is not about the money right oh i'm gonna say it show ain't about <laughs> the money so you know exactly I, i'm serious about this <laughs> <laughs> you, y'all heard the show ain't in nah. the south that means he dead serious 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We are still here. Y'all talking to my brother, Mike, and we're going to talk a few um, few more minutes and we're going to chit chat. Uh, let's let's get into the area. Listen, there's something that happened in uh, Georgia. It was a young man by uh, Ahmad. I can't really think of the last name, but a lot of people know him by the first name. Mr. Ahmad, it was a young man, he was 25 years old, and he was gunned down. And so in, in ministry, I just, I just, just period, I, I just want to hear your thoughts and your take on it. So, so one of the things that um, I've, I've struggled with is in a diverse ministry, you work with so many types of people from different ethnic backgrounds. Let's be, let's be clear. There's only one human, there's only one race and that's mm-hmm. human. Um, where we differ is in ethnicity right. and that's okay. God, God did that. Um, so in ministry, when something like this happens, if I'm completely honest with you, man, immediately there are those of us who galvanize, who 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 work together to address the issue, and the, there are those who um, it causes an uncomfortable separation. From. Right. Um, so with this happening, brother, it's you know it's pretty much cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is 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 definitely um, um, an ethnic issue. To where, you know, I'm, I'm just going to switch back to the word. It was a, a racist issue. Racism was all over this thing. And right. it's just injustice. So it should be seen as how it happened in February, a cut and dry case. But here um, here in America, we know that the powers that be, there's a less than mindset. If I'm going to be, you know, um, guarded in, 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 you know, what I'm saying, there's a uh, an oppressive majority in power and this young man was basically gunned down um because he was looked at as less than it, exactly and a, and a lot of that is going on still mm-hmm. it hasn't changed a lot of things i would say is uh, being more exposed uh-huh. a lot of things are coming to the surface mm-hmm. more so than uh, you know we we we, are, we have access to so much uh social media at our fingertips mm-hmm. and the camera this happened the third so they they also said that there's the the guy that was recording is a friend wow and i'm i'm not understanding they they want to charge him they they want um you know you hear the communities and you know the guy with the camera should get charged too and this that and the third mm-hmm. but see there's a lot of politics going on because the father is uh a former investigator and a formal sheriff mm-hmm. 30 so, years i think yeah so 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 this is this is something that happens all the time so and and, and being a young male yourself you know and 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 and, and myself you know we can you know we could have grew up being another statistic right but right. yet we changed our mindset right. and and all be just because you had a past and some things that happened mm-hmm. they're going to bring it up and they brought it up to him it's true. And any one of us could be the easiest thing. I mean, a, another target. It, you got something to say? Is is one of those things where um, even if it's a shut and dry case, right. there there's this little drop in the bucket. Well, he did this. He was charged with this. And, and it's common. They'll dig up your past and say, hey, this happened. But who was he in that instant where he was unjustly murdered? Who was he then? Um, and, and the media has been known to change the narrative, but brother, um, again, this is pretty much cut and cut and dry. And I think it was the outrage of the people using social media that prompted them, these guys to finally be arrested. 
Exactly. Back yes. in February, this happened, I believe, yeah. right? Right. And then here we are in May, mm-hmm. that you and I are sitting down talking, mm-hmm. and it's 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 almost heartbreaking to mm-hmm. for this for something like this to continue on happening, mm-hmm. and. You know, you you got a lot of black on black crime, and, and and you know we have our, we we do speak and voice our opinions on that as well. Uh-huh. So, but you know, it's it's nothing. Nobody deserved to be killed. Exactly. And I have to, and and a lot of times it's easy for me when I'm talking to my Caucasian counterparts in ministry and just in general. Mm-hmm. I ask them honestly, even if you don't want to answer this outwardly, answer this inwardly. Had the situation been reversed and two black guys shot a white guy, do you think they would have not been arrested this long? They might not have made it to the police station. You know, wow. you, know you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, absolutely, man. And so this is obviously, um, let me say this to my people of color. We are not who we've been told that we are. We're not savages. And if we justify their perception of us by acting as savages um that's how they're gonna treat us and they always fall back well this person acted this way so naturally this is how we treat them no it starts with us it starts with us you know realizing who god called us to be um and also to my caucasian counterparts i would ask you um to not not say anything because the the racism that we have to worry about pastor is not the confederate flag and the Mm -hmm. kkk that we can see right the corporate racism is what really hinders us on what really affects us what really oppresses us and it looks polite there's nothing worse than polite racism wow so that's what we have to really be on the watch out for and in this case man it was blatant it was ugly but we can't allow them to twist the narrative. This man was unlawfully gunned down just for jogging in this neighborhood. Just for jogging, man. And this is so important for a lot of us to remember, to make sure you communicate with your friends, your family, and let them know exactly what you're doing, where you're at, mm-hmm. what, you, what, you, what you're going. And um, I was going to ask you to give some um, advice, and you just did exactly that. And, and and I thank God for you um, even being led to do that. So, and during this time, we're going to begin to uh, wrap up talking to my bro. Hey, man, I am definitely going to have you back on the show. Praise God. I love chit-chatting with you, man. And I pray, God, that um, the show will grow a little bit longer. And, you know, the income will come in exactly how it needs to be. And we will yes. make this thing happen so the people of can understand that God is exactly who he is. Without faith, it's nothing. Well, I am your host, DJ Pastor Happy Feet. Thank you, thank you, thank you. DJ Pastor Happy Feet of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Let's go, let's go. Thanks for listening to the Sight Beyond Sight podcast, a podcast of inspiration and information a production of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Contact us by email at sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment and on Twitter at Podcast Sight 4. This podcast is edited and produced by me, Mr. G. Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment is your home for quality, professional DJ and photography services, school functions, church events, weddings, you name it, 
Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment is here to help make your event special just for you. We also have studio time and give piano and drum lessons to people of all ages. For more information, contact us on our Facebook page, Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Call us at 864-529-5360 or email us at sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.